0: From the smallest room in New York City comes a show that gives you a reason to live. Joining me now, Larry Izzo. Hey, Larry, what's going on?
1: Hey, Pat, how you doing?
0: I'm all right. Detectives on a squad in a Brooklyn precinct use racist language to bully fellow detectives and slur crime victims, smoke in the station house and play PlayStation while earning overtime. Hold on a second. I mean, Where like, we get yeah, it sounds like a, <laughs> I mean, it, they're probably hiring over in violent Brooklyn. Yeah. They become physical when defined. Another detective who uh, worked in that unit uh, claims uh, in a civil rights filing. Okay. So there's somebody who's uh, tired of the, tired of it. it looks like it's Michael Moy. Michael Amoy. Um, oh, uh, oh, oh, the, the, Is he a cop? Uh, uh, who's that? Michael Amoy. Uh, Michael Amoy. Um, yeah, he uh, apparently works down here. in He uh, it, it says it's a frat house type culture. There's a pair of detectives assigned to the unit. Uh, covers heavily Jewish Borough Park and Brooklyn's Chinatown. Have closed ranks to enforce their frat house culture. This is closed ranks. I'm misunderstanding this all over the place. According to a complaint filed by Detective Michael Moy, 49-year-old Chinese-American and a 24-year veteran of the precinct. So he's on modified duty after tussling with one of the detectives. Uh, ah, There we go. After tussling with one of the detectives. And Moy says the commanding officer of the squad has looked the other way. So, So... That's what's happening. Who gives a shit? It's, it's like a frat house, he says. That's exactly what it is, Moy told the news in an interview at the office of his lawyer. Oops. If you're new and come in here, they set the packing order, like, who's in control? Yeah, we, uh, that's the way it works anywhere, doesn't it? I would need-
1: believe so, yeah, absolutely.
0: I mean, like you, uh, in the pest control business, ex-exterminator, Larry Izzo, you uh, have uh, been in the pest control business for 30-some-odd 30, uh, years, Eight. Uh, 38
1: I had hired a lot of part-time firemen because they were the best. They, they yeah. actually you, know, showed up all the time. They were right there, Johnny, on a spot, and were very receptive to the work. Yeah. And it was funny because I had guys come to work I mean, guys come to, for a job interview, dressed like a monk. That's no boy. He came in with the rosary beads, the brown robe, the bull spot on his head, and he, and he wasn't a monk. He wasn't a monk. And
0: so you'd hire the monk. I didn't
1: hire the monk. I couldn't hire the monk. no matter, no matter. It doesn't matter how many people you had. You're not going to hire the monk. Actually, I got that. I couldn't hire hire a guy with sandals. Yes, you're so
0: right about that.
1: Yeah, that's a that is a lie. Anybody who shows up for a job interview in sandals better be a holy man or a, a woman. <laughs>
0: well, I mean. <laughs> I used to have a joke about sandals and I would say that yeah say, sandals are for women and people in the bible.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true.
0: And you said a holy man or a woman yeah and that's exactly right. Yeah no no other than that men should not have sandals on yet, especially not an exterminator.
1: Oh my god. Well for example, hiring a guy in sandals. <laughs> Exterminators should wear uh long sleeve shirts and uh and long pants to protect themselves from the mist that comes off the, uh, the spray.
0: Uh-huh, right. And then also some sort of a
1: mask, I assume, once you're uh, there. We never that. used masks on a regular daily basis, and we should have, actually. Oh. do <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, you think you might know some about uh, Do you think some of the guys you hired uh, have, uh, you know, sort of gotten cancer? No, nah,
1: no. Nah, nobody dies, <laughs> <laughs> even though I'm out of business. Uh, that's uh, funny. What I do believe is that— uh, no, Nobody dies? Nobody dies from <laughs> cancer. It's all heart attacks and stress-related uh, stuff that I hear exterminated. I have actually, I have so many friends in pest control, and none of them died of cancer, the ones that have died. Hmm. And I haven't gotten a cold in 20 years, so I don't know what that's about.
0: You know? Maybe, uh, you know what, maybe everybody should be breathing this uh, poison mist. Pesticides, that's the way to go. I mean, really,
1: Why? you, you wonder, if
0: it's, if it's not hurting you, it must be
1: making you stronger, right? I think it's done a hell of a job on <laughs> my immune system, to be honest with you. Sodomy. Have you ever had a cold in 20 years? Cats walk years, away from me now. They just walk away. Roaches you, walk the. You're repellent they to cats. Roaches see me. you, and they go. see me in a restaurant. They they hide.
0: <laughs> Check, please. <laughs> They're gone. <laughs>
1: yeah, I, I guess I guess I can understand why too. You, know, you get a reputation after a while in the bug world. The funniest thing was hiring somebody, though, was a guy comes in with fingerprints on it, sunglasses, you know, aviator sunglasses. He had no shirt on. He had a vest on, leather vest. He was a real biker dude, you know? Mm -hmm. So he says to me, he says, "Um, so uh, I can get your chemicals off, uh, you know, the chemical loading dock. I don't want to mention the company's name. And he was taking chemical and selling it on his side. I says, I got to tell you, this interview's over right now, but I just want to, do you just... Tell me you were a thief. Yeah, man. Like, I don't get it. What's your problem? Like, well, when do I start? I said, you don't. I like, can't. You know, you're a thief. Uh, you know. <laughs> it's like, and it surprised him? And it surprised him. He didn't know what to Oh, please. He thought,
0: he thought he could get you. He was telling you he could get your chemicals someplace yeah, else. Yeah, he would
1: steal it off the loading dock, and that made me feel better. So
0: so this biker guy tells you that he's going to steal
1: chemicals for you. Yeah, sure. And you figure, like, oh, if, he, if he'll steal for me, he'll certainly steal from me. Uh, without a doubt. You want to hear a good one? I had a sure. guy working for me, and I was always for the underdog. Nobody ever taught me anything. I learned basically everything on my own from uh, from underdogs, for, from from dogs, control, basically from dogs, but yeah, mostly from the dogs, Larry. <laughs> <laughs> <You learned. laughs> I like dogs. Where was I?
0: You were talking about uh, things that you
1: learned. Oh no! So I, I learned nothing, but I tried to give my guys the best equipment, and they would leave like three hundred dollars. Uh, respirators on parking meters while they were doing their job, and not put it in the car. They were just hanging on a parking meter while they were getting the rest of their stuff oh, into wow. the car. Usually at the end, you know, the, the job. And mm-hmm. with their equipment. Do they leave equipment just like dangling on they a parking care, meter or anything? Until anywhere, I started yeah. charging them for it and let them know that they were going to be charged for it, and that's when they chased S- around. So that's what you learned: is charge them for shit they charged lose. Charge them for everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, we used to give them uniforms. I became a uniform factory. Okay, I had so many uniforms, because when I would fire them, they would return the uniforms. So what I did was I made them pay for the uniforms, and if they worked every year, I would reimburse them. Oh. To try to get them to hang out a little bit. A Brooklyn-born rapper,
0: Takashi69, you know that fucking guy, Larry. Mm. He will likely have to take uh, the stand against his uh, (laughs) alleged fellow Nine Bloods gang members in a trial starting in September. Now that uh now that <laughs> now that some are unlikely to plead uh, guilty. He's probably got a bad rap there, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah probably does. Probably got a bad rap. This is the US uh, attorney Michael uh Michael Longyear. He said during a hearing in Manhattan Federal Court Government believes that uh, one or two of eleven of these blood, alleged blood gangsters are going to take their case to a jury. Currently, there are five accuse, uh, accused gang members are still awaiting trial. Wow, this is a big deal. Mm. Uh, uh, six others, including Takashi, his former manager and a high-ranking godfather in the gang, have pleaded guilty. Ah, wow! If he a high-ranking Godfather pleads guilty, that's that's really that, that's what the Rico laws have done. <laughs> Takashi twenty-two, his real name is Daniel Hernandez. Uh, he was the first to plead and is cooperating with the feds. Takashi six nine, sentenced for nine racketeering, uh, gun, and drug charges. He faces a mandatory minimum sentence of forty-seven years in prison. Though he's aiming for less, mandatory minimum uh, sentence of forty-seven years. Whoa. Holy shit! Wow. Forty-seven years. Mandatory minimum. Wow. That, when they say mandatory minimum, I figure like that means that's it will be that yeah. unless some shit happens. Changes. Yeah. yeah that's that's fucking scary. 40, 47 years. Wow. Larry. I mean, I'm forty-eight, so another life. You know, think about that. That's a long fucking time. I, I feel like I've been around. You know, have a have long gish time. Myself. You'd rather have the death penalty. Absolutely. Couldn't you just kill yourself if you got bored in your cell one
1: day? Yeah. Or you can hang yourself with the toilet paper. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know. Or something. You got to do That's something. Pretty cool stuff, I guess. <laughs> uh, I don't even know. I, you're talking about some kind of fancy prison with toilet paper. <laughs>
1: hmm?
0: We're not talking about Rikers yet. Yeah. I mean, this is not uh, some fucking. Uh, you know what do you call it? Um, uh, country club style prison, like what uh, a person of your social uh, you know, fucking level would 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 expect, right? So I ex- guess I'd never. You'd expect to go to a country club prison, right?
1: Well, it depends on what crime. You do. <laughs> Which, like pest like, control crimes, you would probably go to a you know, yeah, a country I, club. Yeah. Th-
0: that's the most important fucking job there is, I think, in society. It's pest control—it's got to be the most
1: important thing. We're sanitarians. I mean, we keep the city safe. Yeah, right, from diseases. Yes. Nobody gets it. Nobody gets that. Nobody gets it. And an, it's
0: it's it's it's. it's look if if people had a few months a few weeks of of like the, hey no 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 exterminator strike you know
1: there's, there's not which you guys are not, probably not even a union i don't guess there is a union i wouldn't join them no. I, and most of the guys that i know are not involved in them whatsoever because it was a bullshit union
0: oh but it's like a, it's so it's not exterminators per se but like they're part of another union like uh like, uh, no, it
1: is an exterminating union. I had oh. a friend of mine that didn't want to go with the union and then somebody burnt his trucks. But, I thought it might be you know. Teamsters. No, it wasn't anything like that. It so it was an teamster. exterminator union. Yeah.
0: And, they, and, and uh, they're unionized. Holy shit. So if you get union exterminators, you're paying a lot of money.
1: I paid my guys about $6 above union scale to hold them because I knew that that's what they were getting. And my guy, you know, I was. if you're making money and people are helping you to make money and you're making. Uh, you're giving them everything you can give them. 401K plans. Uh, you did that, too? I did that. I matched 4%. Uh, I gave them uh, medical insurance where they didn't have to pay anything. I mean, that was, you know, forget I retired in 2006, so that might have changed now. Maybe, I don't I might know. have to charge them a little bit. Yeah. But, uh. The best equipment Cars And vehicles. they hung around They
0: weren't always You gave them cars Yeah You gave them like
1: Vehicles to, Jet airplanes You gave them jets sometimes they used their own And I reimbursed them You know No it was better, actually, if they used their own. Swimming pools. Swimming pools. Gave yeah. them swimming pools right. and Bought stuff. Him house after yeah. Bought them a house after retirement. Bought them a house after retirement. Screw a watch. Get them a house. Yeah.
0: And a watch. He also got him a Rolex. Give him a Rolex and a watch <laughs> and a house and a fucking farm. You gave them a farm and they grow their own crops and you gave <laughs> them uh, uh, like a timeshare.
1: <laughs> so like fuck it. Yeah, you
0: really hook people up. Man. You want to
1: work for champion <laughs>
0: <laughs> Work for the best Larry is a uh, ex-exterminator Larry Izzo, and uh, I uh I was uh, yeah. So this gang shit, pretty serious business, I guess. You know, I mean, like Takashi Six Nine, it's a, probably not your style of music. Uh, I don't no, i you used uh, to MS13. Go.
1: That's our. Oh yeah, MS13. We have that on Long Island. That is
0: great. That I love those guys. Best one, some of the best rappers. Yeah, MS13. And maybe if they did like a like a rap off, right, between like all the gangs and shit, and like uh, maybe maybe they, could, they if instead of killing so much and with the selling and the drugs and everything. Why not just, like, they could just go into hip-hop all the time?
1: Half of them do. Yeah. A lot of rappers are Yeah, in yeah,
0: there. I mean, they do. But, I mean, like, like have it be like a battle of the bands always, you oh, know? Oh, I see
1: what you're saying, yeah, And then yeah, they take all the money be...
0: they spend on getting rid of drugs and let that be the prize money. Right. And if they stay clean, then they get to keep rapping, and they keep, like, you piss-test all the rappers, right? <laughs> <laughs> Try <Put laughs> <them laughs> on that one. Put them on the fucking uh, payroll, you know? Like, like the, sometimes we're doing that with criminals now.
1: Really? Paying them not to do crimes, yeah, in certain place, like in California and stuff. That's interesting because, you know, I, I was looking at this thing about Vegas one time, and they were hiring all these guys that did all the, th- the thievery at these casinos and they had all the scams and the, the card games, right? Uh, and they would hire those guys to be the guys in disguise because they were, who who better to hire than a drug dealer? if you want a salesman, okay? hmm uh, uh-huh. The guy Consultant doesn't take the drugs, he just sells it. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Right. Perfect. I used to hire them to watch my truck in, in Holland when I used to do work. Junkies and stuff? Junkies. I used to be hanging out, and I used to give them a couple of bucks only when I came out, made sure my shit was still there. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't give them a, <laughs> it in advance. But they knew that you would uh, watch my truck. Yeah. You know, and they watched my truck. They just want the next fix, you know. So. Well, they used to think I was an under, undercover cop because I used to go in, you know, I was used to go in with nice starch shirts. That's the way we rolled, you know. We had nice fresh uniforms. Wow. And they used to think I was an undercover cop. So I used to walk in a building and one this particular one time on Washington Avenue in Brooklyn. Uh-oh. I go into this high-rise and the, the the staircase split one on one side and one on the other side and you would wind up on different levels of different you know sides of the building right okay. and i saw this guy one time with an army coat and he had a machete sli- i saw it very slowly sliding down the sleeve as he asked me what i was doing in the building so i just told him i said hey look i am an exterminator i kill roaches and rats in an environment like this so don't bother me i'm doing a service the NYPD taking a page at a minority
0: report. You ever see this movie? Using a computerized early warning system to identify potentially problematic comms. An early warning system. Not that they broke the law, but they uh, will we'll break it. The data driven program uh, brings to mind the 2002 sci fi uh, thriller in which killers were stopped before they struck. It was revealed Tuesday in a uh, report from NYPD Inspector General Philip Ear on uh, <laughs> lawsuits filed against the department. So, police brass quietly adopted the Risk Assessment Information Liability System, known as Rails. Gonna stay on the rails. Hmm. October uh, 2017. They've been doing it a couple years. Rails compiles information from several NYPD databases and other sources including the uh, Civilian Complaint Review Board, for Christ's sake, and the city's uh, five district attorney's offices, and the software. It crunches the data and produces performance indicators in six categories, including um, things you would expect, I guess. uh, Multiple misconduct allegations, suspensions and other discipline, police-involved shootings, and arrests that DAs refuse to prosecute. Within each category, NYPD has established a set of thresholds that, if met, will trigger a Rails alert on the officer. And uh, supervisors are required to acknowledge all alerts and to uh, take action to address the officer's behavior and record such actions in Rails by responding to a drop-down menu of suggested interventions. Uh, Police Benevolent Association President Pat uh, Patrick Lynch Doesn't like the system to be blasted the system as a result of an oversight regime run amok. That's what he called it. The result of an oversight regime run amok! (laughs) He's always yelling, cooking up new ways to uh, penalize rank and file officers. Now, the only sure way for cops to avoid triggering a false red flag in rails would be to avoid taking enforcement action whenever possible. Uh, yeah, which is kind of like what it's coming down to. <laughs> Avoid uh, taking any enforcement action whenever possible. Um, don't get involved. You know, you're All a right. cop, not a fucking involved. Uh, you know, what, of course, cops should be involved. Sergeant's Union Chief uh, Ed Mullins called rails just another way uh, for city officials to say we have oversight. Uh, they are crushing a very successful police department, he said. In 10 years, they're going to look back and regret it. The NYPD wouldn't say if any action has been taken against cops who are flagged by rails, uh, but pointed to figures from the report that show misconduct suits are down nearly 50 percent since 2014. Well, they started in 2017 with this, so I don't know if there's a connection. Um, <laughs> it's like,
1: uh, I wouldn't want that on my job. I wouldn't do that job today. I got called for the sanitation and your police department and the department of corrections. And I thank God I didn't take any of them. Really? Yeah. I mean, that's uh, City jobs are supposed to be so good, though. Well, I wanted the fire department. That was really the thing. And at the time, it wasn't really the police department that I got accepted for, it was the transit police. I didn't know if they were ever going to go together again, you know? <laughs> In the city, you have three types of roaches, all right? Uh, you have the uh, no, actually four. Have the Oriental, which is considered the water bug. It's kind of blackish. Okay. You have the American cockroach, which is considered the water bug, but that's a little reddish. Brownish. But they're both called water bugs. Okay. Yes, uh, but they also have the names of American cockroaches and Oriental cockroaches. So Oriental and they're both. You said which is considered the water bug or called the water Correct. bug? Uh They uh, now the water bug uh, always seems to me has a harder shell, right? Has a harder shell, and they hang around a lot of moist areas. That's why you find them down in humid areas, like the basement in your boiler rooms and Uh stuff like that. Okay. Coming up through the sewers, and you actually see them on the streets of New York walking around at night on a hot summer night. All right. uh, Then there's the brown bandit, which is kind of diamond shape, and you find them really high and dry. Brown bandit. Brown bandit. And then there's the old German cockroach. Okay. So... uh, but before
0: we get to that mm-hmm. one, I wanted to say like, uh, recap. So in the city, we have four types. We have the Oriental cockroach, the common four types, yes. the American cockroach. Uh, both of those are like just different takes on the water bug. Mm-hmm. And then you have the, uh, the brown bandit was the last one. That was a, a
1: diamond shape. The diamond shape that goes up high. Correct. And stays away from the moisture mostly. You'll find them in moldings above the ceiling. Okay. And what was, and there was one more. And then there's the the most common is the German cockroach. The German cockroach. Okay. The most common.
0: That's the one that we, most of the roaches that you see around are going to be the German cockroach.
1: Now, if you see one of them in your house, trust me, it's mm. not a Rice crispy. That's one egg capsule that actually holds forty-eight to fifty eggs. Forty-eight to fifty—that's very specific. And that is why, well, actually, it's probably thirty-five to you know. Yeah, but fifty. But um, expect and that is 48. why they reproduce that fast, and you have such an infestation in such a short period of time.
0: Is that no? That egg sac—is it? If you see it hanging out of them like that, does that mean they're about to to drop it? Well, yeah, they'll drop it when it's hanging out. They'll drop it. That's that's certainly. Uh, <laughs> Quite a thought that little Rice Krispie having all those little baby rackets in it, and and do they like emerge just like ready to fucking
1: creep everybody out? They go through, they go through cycle,
0: uh huh, right? Egg, you go first, you go to the lobby. Egg, I'm just trying to imagine how these tiny little fucking I mean, like, how big does this thing get before 50 of those fuckers pop out? Yeah.